is definitively uncertain. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 82 of Definitively Uncertain. I am John Colbert, <laughs> and with me as always, Adele Colbert. And today, our topic is what the fuck is that? Not really. Um, it's uh, what is it, Adele? It's new species found in the last year. New species found in the last year. I think it's crazy that we keep finding new things. Like, yeah. You know, it just goes to show how big this world really is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I actually said, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Because right? people are like, oh. they're like, hey, we found this new thing. It's like, cool. What does it do? I don't know. Ow, it bit me. Now I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> now I'm Spider-Man. Just like that. Yeah. That's how it works. You want to just... Well, so... I wanted to do some background stuff so I could learn about it. Okay. And you were like, no. No. And you were like, no. I found all these species, and then I'm going to show them to you and tell you about them. And then, so you're going to get my opinion on them now. hmm Like, live. Yeah. Not staged. Not staged. We have no idea. Oh my god, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess we'll I, I've got fifteen species here for you. <laughs> False alarm. God damn it. <laughs> I've got fifteen species that were all found or all ID'd as new species in twenty nineteen. They weren't all found in twenty nineteen, but they oh. were considered species in twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. The first one is an Amazonian tree with human sized leaves. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Those are monsters. That's a full-size dude. He used that as a blanket. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Can you smoke those leaves? I don't know. I mean, we should probably try, right? Somebody's going to try. Somebody's going to be like, dude, you know what we need to do? We need to roll that (laughs) with marijuana. And smoke it. Well, that's pretty cool. All right, so uh, it says, This is a a story of incredible patience. Uh, Botanists first encountered individuals of this tree in 1982 while surveying the Madeira River Basin uh, in the Brazilian Amazon. They knew it was a species of Cocoloba, a genus of flowering plants that grows in the tropical forest of the Americas, but they couldn't pinpoint the species. So this year it was... Uh, it was finally, like, finally pinpointed. Uh, yeah, it was finally like made a species. Yeah. Um, the just for reference, um, the leaves can be up to eight feet long. Eight feet. Yeah. So, are you gonna send me those pictures? Yep. Okay. So then I'll put all the pictures, hopefully in order, of when we talked about them. Yeah. And then that way, you could follow us on Instagram or on Facebook. And as we're talking about him, you could be like flipping through and being like, yeah, that guy is wearing a lot of beige clothes. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing a lot of beige clothes, right? Yep. Yeah. That's what all Amazon people wear. Or, whoa. Of... That sounded racist. <laughs> I mean, Amazon people. I mean, like scientists that study in the Amazon. Yeah. Not Amazon people. Yeah. I don't want to be like, 
how dare you? We wear Adidas. You know, I don't yeah. want to hear anything like that. So. so the new species is called C. giantifolia, a reference to the, pants, the plant's giant leaves grows to about 15 meters, 49 feet in height. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a... It's huge. Likely the largest known meaf um, among that kind of plant. Uh, mm-hmm. Other plants in that in that like category include sunflowers, hibiscus, tomatoes, and roses. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would um, that plant would terrify me in a jungle. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because you could hide something very big, eight feet. Yeah. Like a gorilla. Yeah, you could hide a yeah. whole gorilla. You could move it out of the way. <laughs> And then there's gorilla. Yeah. And then you're probably dead. Yep. Or tiger. Or three standing on each other because it's eight feet. Yeah. Yeah. That would be terrifying. Yeah. So the next one we have is a fish. Oh, yes. Um, It was found in an Australian fish market. And they were selling it. And they're like, wait a minute. What is that? And they're like, I don't know. So that's what the fish looks like. It's very pale. It looks like a grouper. Yeah. But really small. Yeah. So it is a species of... Of grouper? Of grouper, yeah. Ooh, nice. See that? You see that? <laughs> the newfie new. Uh, it's not every day that you find a previously undescribed species in a fish market, but that's exactly what Jeff Johnson, um, an ichthyologist, a, a fish doctor, <laughs> in Australia's Queensland Museum did. He had first heard about the mystery grouper 15 years back and since then received occasional photographs of the fish, which he thought to be a potential new-to-science species. In 2017, when a fisherman sent Johnson a picture of the grouper yet again, Johnson tracked down the market where the fisherman had sold the fish and bought all five individuals of the fish he found there, then together with his colleagues analyzed the DNA, compared it to related species, and finally a new paper published this year, the researchers confirmed that the grouper is indeed new to science. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, sorry, they have a name for it? Um, uh, I don't know how to put it. Epinephilus fusco meringinitus. Manginitus? I don't know. Did you just say mangina? No. <laughs> Manginatist? Okay, how about we just call it the midget grouper? Yeah. Or little little guppy grouper? <laughs> guppy grouper? Guppy grouper. Yeah, I guppy like grouper. that. I like that. That's what we're naming it. GG. Um, the guppy grouper. Yeah. So I thought that one was kind of cool. It's very I, small. I would, if I caught one of those, I would just tell everyone I caught a grouper. Yeah. You know how big groupers are? Huge monstrous right yeah. i'd just be like yeah man i was out there and i got a grouper yeah and they'd be like no and i'd be like yeah man it took forever it was awesome and they'd be like you got pictures i'd be like no no and no the line broke yeah it would just lie yeah <laughs> <laughs> or i'd be like yeah yeah no i got it it's stuffed on my wall <laughs> they'd yeah. be like where is it i'd be like that little thing over there is <laughs> <laughs> <Just> that one <laughs> that's not a grouper oh it is yeah it's a new species of yeah. grouper it's a wall-mounting grouper. It's a wall-mounting grouper. Yeah. That's the new name for it. So speaking of small species, uh, we've got a tiny new frog from Madagascar. Keep in mind, this is an adult. 
That's that's someone's fingernail. That is someone's fingernail. It's so tiny. It's super tiny. Madagascar is a very interesting place. It is. Like they have so many different species out there of everything. So, okay, let's hear about this frog. Let's hear about the, all, right. all of it. This year, uh, her, herpetologists uh, introduced us to three previously undescribed species of extremely stro- small frogs in Madagascar named Mini Mum, Mini Achur, and Mini Skewl. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's the name of them? Yeah. <laughs> Mini Achur. I like that one the yeah. best. All of them, just a few millimeters long, belong to the mini, a genus uh, that is also also entirely new to science. The new frog species are known in just a handful of locations and may already be threatened to extinction. Oh. Uh, researchers have recorded mini mum only in Mon- Monombo Special Reserve in southeast Madagascar. Hmm. Well, that's crazy that they're already... Maybe it was an accident hatch, you know, like maybe something happened. And yeah. Genetic wise. Well, species come from genetic mutations yeah. in offspring. Yeah. So maybe they like rolled the dice and we're like, let's see what happens when we do this. And it was like, oh yeah, no, they don't have mouths so they can't eat. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird though, but you know, like there's a lot of weird, weird insects and fish yeah out there there's fish that walk yep you know it's mm-hmm. super weird stuff man for sure you just look at it and go huh you yeah know? like according weird. to science we were kind of like that yeah so what's that gonna be in three billion years right <laughs> yeah all right what else you got all right, number four, a newly described Chinese giant salamander may be the world's largest amphibian. And this is what it looks like. Oh, he's cool looking. He is cool looking. So this is called a sligoi. Uh, it's a giant salamander. For a long t- time, the Chinese giant salamander, which reached his lengths of more than five feet. What? Yeah. <laughs> And is the world's largest known living species of amphibian, uh, was considered to be a single species. Uh, Andreas uh, Devidanius. Uh, in the past, uh, some researchers did suspect that the salamander was probably multiple species, but a new study published this year backed the suspicion with evidence. Researchers analyzed samples of DNA uh, from a series in a historical museum specimens. Uh, to see what local wild populations of the amphibian may have been like before humans started farming the animals. Five feet. Yeah. I still can't get over the five foot part. Salamander. When I lived in Ontario, we used to run around on the escarpment. Yep. And that's considered the mountain. Mm -hmm. Out out in Hamilton. It's not a mountain. It's a hill. Yep. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, we used to play on the hill. And uh, there are salamanders there. Mm-hmm. But those salamanders were like three inches long. Yeah. And if you grabbed it by the tail, their tail would fall off. Yeah. Purposely to get away from whatever, right? Yep. But yeah, we used to catch them. We used to catch salamanders all the time. I thought it was really cool. If it was five feet long, I would have never went out there. So this new species that came out, uh, the largest reached six feet long. Six feet in length. Oh my 
God. That's a foot longer than me. Salamander. Yeah. That's almost as tall as Joe. Yeah. That's That's a big salamander. Yeah, that's terrifying. So I'm sure you've seen this animal before. It took 25 years to describe Indonesia's new, newest uh, tarsier. These little guys. You've oh, seen yeah. him before, right? Yeah. Uh, scientist Alexandra Nish, I believe is how you pronounce her last name, and Carson Nemitz uh, first spotted this tarsier uh, on the Togan Islands of Sulawesi, Indonesia, somewhere in Indonesia, in 1993. Locals have known the primate by the names Bunzing, Tangasi, and Potty. I would, name it, I would name it Bonzing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool name. Uh, but it took researchers more than 25 years of detailed study, including the Tarsier's vocalization and DNA, to finally describe the small primate as its own species, published in 2019. It took that long? Seems like a long time. I'm wondering if you have to have a certain amount of evidence to... I, I mean, I assume so. <laughs> To differentiate species. I think they just kept getting free money for research. You think so? They just milked it until finally they were like, name it something. <laughs> they were like, okay. Well, big name, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to name it, yeah, big eyes. Little I'm monkey. That. Little monkey, big eyes. <laughs> yeah, little monkey, big eyes. <laughs> it has Man. some of the largest eyes on a mammal, though. Does it? Yeah, compared to its body size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm glad I never really discovered anything because, man, I would name it horribly. <laughs> so my mom and dad got their bird. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes, I remember this story. So everybody had to put in a name and a hat. And then my mom was going to pick the names. Mm -hmm. And she picked... Susie, I think. I don't mm -hmm. know who wrote down Susie, but mine was Princess Beyonce. Yeah. So if they would have pulled that out, the bird would have been named Princess, Princess Beyonce. Beyonce. And I wouldn't have owned up to it. I no. would have been like, no, no, probably one of the kids wrote that down. You yeah. can't change it, Dad. You know, I would have been like, do it for the kids. Yeah, right? You don't want to wreck their. You, this was your game. Why are you yeah. going to change it now? Because you don't like the name? Are you going to hurt Adele's feelings? Yeah, right? That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, they'd be stuck with a damn bird that's named Princess Beyonce. <laughs> and then that bird's going to be like 100 years old. Mm -hmm. So when they die, they got to give it to somebody. Mm -hmm. And I already told them, I don't want it. Yeah, no. But if the name was Princess Beyonce, they probably would have willed it to me. Yeah. And then I would have been stuck with a bird named Princess Beyonce. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next we've got a bee. Some of these nine newly described uh, Fijian bees are restricted to a single mountaintop. And this is what it looks like. And it's kind of green. Oh, they're cool. Yeah. I thought so too. So what makes these bees unique? So this year, researchers described nine new species of bee bees uh, from the Ijin island country of Fiji in the so southern Pacific Ocean. These colorful bees in shades of black, golden green, and metallic with hints of purple iridescence are part of a genus 
uh, homolictus <laughs> cockerel, um, a group that has not been tex- taxonomically reviewed in Fiji for 40 years. Are you just trying to say swear words? No. And like perverted stuff? No, look at what it says. It's at the very top. Because you're the one that said it. I know what it sounded like. Homo lycocus. Look at it. But you're the one that said it. But look at it. I'm trying my best. To swear. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I know. Okay. I'm just messing with you. I I think bees are pretty cool. I'm learning more about bees because a friend of mine is actually a beekeeper. And he produces honey. Yeah. And there's some crazy crazy stuff about honey that I didn't know and I'm hoping that one day I can get Fraser on and he will talk about bees yeah but not trail off yeah because he sometimes trails off yeah but if I can get him focused and talking about bees we'll get some questions Mm -hmm. and then you could learn some stuff because it is pretty fascinating cool yeah So number seven, we have a newly described marmoset species, and they look like this. He's got a real long tail. Wait a second. That is not a real image. I know it's not a real image. I looked for real ones, but there's not any good pictures of them. This is is the best we have. That's the best one we got. So we got this new species. It's a drawing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a really long tail. This sounds like it's made up. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, when when researchers were surveying a stretch of Amazon forest lying between uh, Tapa Joes and Jim Mansum rivers, uh-huh. lying between two rivers uh, in the Brazilian state of Para, uh, chanced upon three marmoset with white tails. They suspected that it was a potentially new to science species. White tails are very rare, rare among primates that live in South America. So they were like, whoa, that's weird. Maybe they got some weird stuff going on and they were like hey it's a new species oh that's cool yeah this is the rest of it is actual names that i don't know how to pronounce (laughs) okay yep but i think they're pretty cool looking yeah uh number eight we have another new species in brazil it's another monkey species um this year scientists announced a second new to science species of monkey they also found in the amazon rainforest uh, they are gray, uh, closely related to ashy black, uh, titi, classified as a separate species. That's... Let me see. So, the one on the, the one on the left yeah. for you is the new species, and the one on the right is the old species. Oh. Okay. But their coloring's different. It's so weird how that can make such a big difference. <laughs> yeah, right? But it's crazy because, like, uh, the Amazon, that's like the Earth's lungs. Yep. You know, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so big and dense and, like, they find new things in there all the time. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I think you're going to like the next one. All right. Number nine is a new species of orange-red praying mantis that mimics wasps. Really? So that's what he looks like. Oh, cool. He's super cool looking. And it's a praying mantis. Yep. 
Praying mantises tend to resemble leaves or tree trunks and comes in shade of green and brown, but in 2013, researchers spotted a bright orange-red mantis with a black abdomen uh, in a research station on the banks of the Amazon River in northern Peru. The praying mantis was not only mimicking a wasp's bright colors, but also the wasp's movements, such as conspicuous mimicry of wasps is rare among mantises. Uh, making this finding exciting. The research researchers wrote in a paper published this year, The New to Science Species. It's crazy that it's 2013 and then it finally gets notarized now. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of crazy how it takes, like, six years to actually do this stuff. Mm-hmm. But they found it in their research tent. Like, yeah. they weren't there looking for that, but it was just, like... Hey guys, look at me, I'm cool. Hey, so I'm ready for my close-up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's like, get, get this side. It's like when a girl who thinks she's an actress runs onto a movie set and starts acting in front of the director. Yeah. I've seen that in a lot of cartoons. I don't know if that actually happens, but it'd be funny. It's like those people that uh, think that they're really interesting, so they start their own podcasts. Same. <laughs> I mean. Uh, all right, number 10 is a new species of giant flying squirrel brings hope to one of the world's most wanted species. So he looks a little creepy because the flash is on. Yeah. <laughs> giant flying squirrels belonging uh, to a group of something I can't pronounce are incredibly rare. Uh, the first species described in the genus was a nam namdafa flying squirrel from india uh, has been seen by researchers only once in 1981 uh it's a relative of the laotian flying squirrel uh first spotted by researchers in bushmeat markets of lao pdr pdr in 2012 both species are known from a spe single specimen each so they've only seen one hey hate that they always are, like, found in markets. Yeah. It's like, stop trying to eat things you don't know what they are. Yeah. There's also, uh, so, yeah, he's a little creepy, but he's really, he looks big. Yeah. Like, he doesn't look like a little squirrel. No. No, I think he would terrify you if he jumped out and flew across. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. think it was a bat or something. Like, a very big bat. Yeah. So, number 11, we have a newly described pocket shark that likely glows in the dark. What? Look at him. He looks like a tiny whale. He does look like a tiny whale. <laughs> He's so cute, oh though. Oh, my God. I want a fish tank with all of them in it. <laughs> right? They're so cool. Uh, new to science, American pocket shark is the world's second pocket shark species to be described. Researchers were surveying the eastern Gulf of Mexico to study what sperm whales eat when they collected a large sample of animals at the ocean's depths. Uh, among the collection was a small shark that the team hadn't seen before. As it turned out, the animal was previously undescribed species of pocket shark. The pocket shark gets its name not only for its small size, because but because of its small pocket-like openings or glands find found behind each of its pectoral fins. It's got pockets! It's got its own pockets. <laughs> it's literally got pockets. I think they're super cute. Yeah. Yeah, I want a pocket shark. 
this year <laughs> this year the researchers introduced the american pocket shark to us in a new paper noting that the species has numerous light producing organs or photophores covering most of its body which possibly helps it glow in the dark yeah oh my god i don't want pocket glow in the dark sharks <laughs> we should get on just breeding them for fish tanks yeah right now yeah yeah like that's like the best of all worlds yeah it's a shark that's clothes and it's cute yeah it's like everything yeah it's a shark but it looks like a whale and it glows in the dark and it's small enough to have in a tank it's like if you could have a baby grizzly bear like (laughs) the size of a hamster <laughs> right? i want one exactly right oh that needs to become a thing because right now they're just dangerous yeah like they're gonna eat you and kill you yeah. but if they were as small as a hamster mm-hmm. you know it would be like <laughs> you know <laughs> so cute <laughs> oh my god yeah so uh, someone invent a shrink ray so that we could have tiny grizzly bears <laughs> oh my god that would be so much fun all right, this one's a little boring. Uh, number 12 <laughs> is a newly described tree species from custard apple family that's likely endangered. Uh, this tree, which grows up to 20 meters or 66 feet in height uh, and bears white flowers, is extremely rare. So far, the newly described species belonging to the custard apple family trees uh, is known only from the Uzembara Mountains of northeastern Tanzania. Tanzania. A uh, few individuals have observed uh, the tree, but like. Are you not... sure it's not Tanzania? Ta- Tanzania? Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Both reserves are islands within deforestation. Yeah. Yeah. But there's very few of them. It's a new kind of apple tree, and it's 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 not very. It's not very relevant. <laughs> it's a new kind of apple tree, though. Yeah. So it has apples. Yeah. Well, what it, does it say anything about what the apples taste like? No. That is so unfortunate. Yeah. Like that's probably the most important part. Yeah. So I think I discovered a, a tree too. Yeah. Yeah. Out in radium. Okay. The broccoli tree. Yeah. There is literally a pine tree. Out. In the middle of all these pine trees, Mm -hmm. but the top of it looks like a broccoli. Yeah. And I've taken pictures of it, and I used to point it out to you guys every time we drove by. I'm like, look, there's the broccoli tree. And then we took friends down to Radium, and when they drove past, I was like, look, doesn't that look like broccoli? And they were like, oh my god, it does. Yep. But it's like 60 feet tall. Mm -hmm. That tree's huge. Yeah. Like 60, 70 feet tall, easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's monstrous. But it looks like the very top of a broccoli. Yep. Like the whole fluffy part. Yep. So. It's a little weird. Yeah. So now I want to name it Cabbage Tree. Cabbage Tree? Yeah. Why? <laughs> if it looks uh, like broccoli. I know. I want to just confuse people. All right. Uh, so there's 50 of those trees left in the wild. 50. 50. The next one's really cool. It's, right. it's my favorite out of the list. A new species of venomous pit viper was described from India, and he's bright red. Oh, he looks angry. <laughs> he looks so cool. 
I love snakes. Oh, I actually got chills. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Uh, in May 2016, wildlife researcher Rowan Pandit and his teammates uh, uh, found... Whoa, I lost my place. Uh, found in the state of Arunakal, uh Pradesh... In India, were sur- surveying the biodiversity when they stumbled across a snake amid the leaf litter. Pandit knew it was a species of viper, a group of venomous snake with folded fangs, but it was unlike anything he'd ever seen before. So he bagged the snake and had examined it in detail later, collaborating with other um, scientists to analyze the snake's morphology and DNA. And it was just confirmed this year that it's a new species. That's pretty cool. Yep, but it's that color because that's what the leaves on the ground look like, so it's able to camouflage. But could you imagine seeing that thing out in the wild and just being like, I'm going to bag it and take it home and see if it's a new species? Yeah, yeah, no, that's totally what I would do. That looks angry. Yeah, no. (laughs) That is an angry snake. That'd be terrifying. Yeah, it doesn't say how big they get, though, which I wanted to know. It's a pit viper. Yeah. It's... I think the average pit viper is like six feet long, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think so. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's a big snake. Yeah. That's a really big snake. Did I tell you I saw a rattler snake in Texas? Yeah. A guy opened up his shop and it was there. Ugh. I... In his shop. And I was like, that's why I'm never moving here. Yep. Like it was, it was probably like seven feet. And the guy was like, eh, you know. We've had bigger in here, and he's laughing about oh it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. No, uh, he just grabbed the shovel. Yep. Yeah. That's that's all you can do. You, you don't try to shoot it away. It'll bite you. I, well, it's Texas. I thought they were just going to try to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Everyone has guns out there, so. Yep. Uh, so the next one... Uh, is a new species of leaf-mimicking lizard. And he looks super cool, too. He does look super cool. He looks really small, though. He's definitely small. So he is a leaf-tailed gecko. Uh, These lizards uh, are only found in forests of Madagascar and have body shapes and colors that allow them to merge with dried leaves seamlessly. Researchers described the new to science species at of leaf-tailed gecko. Oh my gosh, Larry. Um, from a national park in uh, Madagascar. Uh, northeastern Madagascar. And it may already be threatened to extinction because of habitat loss. Huh. And illegal pet trade. Oh, yeah. It looks similar to the Uh-oh. satanic leaf-tailed gecko. <laughs> you said something about illegal pet trade. And I'm talking about trying to steal pocket sharks so (laughs) (laughs) it's fine (laughs) it's fine i don't know what the satanic leaf-tailed gecko is but it's a popular pet worldwide it says oh really and these are being sold as those oh okay yeah it's not like we'd be trying to sell pocket sharks as other things we'd be selling them as pocket sharks yeah that's why we'd get caught yeah for sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah well, I, I didn't want to do it illegally. Yeah. I want them to flourish and be awesome. Yeah. And then breed them. And then put them in people's houses. Yeah. <laughs> because they're cool to look at during the day. 
end at night. Yeah. How cool is that? Why buy your kid a nightlight when you can buy him a pocket shark that glows in the pocket dark? Pocket shark that glows in the dark. That might scare them more, though. Because no. it's a shark in their room. And I but doubt it's a that, pocket shark. I doubt that their eyes glow, so then it's just two soulless, beady eyes staring at you at 3 a.m. while the rest of its body glows. I still think it's cool. <laughs> I, I do too, but to that five-year-old girl who has a shark in her room? No, see, what you do is, see, you're thinking about this all wrong. You have to think of it as a marketing thing, okay? Okay. So what you do is first is you put out a popular cartoon, mm-hmm. and the head character oh. is a pocket shark that glows in the dark. Okay. Right? And it's named princess whatever whatever but it fights crime <laughs> yeah right and then they watch that and they think that's cool and then all of a sudden they go to the store and bam there's princess whatever whatever <laughs> let's throw it in the tank yep and then they're all excited because they love the cartoon all right that's what they did with ninja turtles then everyone got turtles yeah that's what i they wanted did with, a turtle that's what they did with pound puppies there used to be a show called pound puppies really i didn't know that yeah. Huh. And they were a bunch of dogs that were at a pound. And then all of a sudden people started adopting dogs. Hmm. You don't realize stuff like that until you actually get older. And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> this is a marketing scheme all along. Cartoons are just 30 minute long advertisements. Yeah. <laughs> for pets. <laughs> or movies. Yeah. Or toys. Yep. Yeah. All of it. Look at Pokemon, how successful that is. Oh, man. Right? Games and, and cards. And, and all the new ones they're discovering every year. Yep. <laughs> we can do a whole podcast on Pokemon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear we to could. God. Yeah. Uh, so, number 15. This is our last one. A new honey eater species is only known from Indonesia's Alor Island. And it's a bird, and it's got a red head. That's cool. They're pretty. Yeah. Uh, this year, scientists described a new kind of bird that are only found on the islands of Alor in eastern Indonesia. Um, the red... Whoa. It moved on me. Uh, the red-headed honey eater is also is known to inhabit only eucalyptus woodland at elevations at above uh, 1,000 meters, or 3,300 feet, on the island. Researchers worry that its habitat on Allure is already undergoing fragmentation because of growing human population. Uh, while locals have long known the species, researchers hope that its description as a new species will bring more awareness about its existence and assure that the species does not silently become extinct. That's pretty cool. So locals have been like, yeah, we've seen that bird for years, yeah. and researchers are like, what? <laughs> Why yeah. didn't you tell us? <laughs> you didn't ask. See, that's a weird thing, right? What some people think is common, you know, other people come around and they're like, whoa, what is that? What the heck is that? Yeah. Yeah. But that's all the species I have. Well, they're pretty cool. I thought and so. And thanks for doing all the research. No problem. And thanks for surprising me because that was kind of fun. Yeah, I, I like, thought so. I like that once in a while. Sometimes I just like to let go of the steering wheel and just see what happens. <laughs> yeah? I just sit <laughs> here as a don't passenger. Don't actually... Let go of the steering wheel. I just meant I sit here as a passenger and you're the driver. Yeah. Well, guys, sorry this one's late, but better late than never. Better late than never. And uh, stay tuned for uh, episode 82.5, which is going to kind of come 
right after this one. Yep. Because we're going to do them both today. Yeah. And try to get back on track. Back on track. All right. Thanks, guys. And we'll talk to you in a minute. Bye.